Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Donoram Monologue podcast. I am your solo host, as always, for these, Bo. And before we get into anything else, like normal, we do want to thank our longtime friend, longtime supporter of the show, and our sponsor, Ashley Lorian K. You can find her at the Minnesota Nurse, all lowercase. And her Instagram just has a lot of really fun nursing-related stuff on it. Uh, she even does giveaways, guys, every once in a while. So uh, please go, go follow her on Instagram. Uh, you, you will, you will like what you see. I promise you that, guys. Uh, so the PlayStation Two. There's a smattering of games that come to mind when I think of the PlayStation 2, and we're going to talk about the PlayStation 2 a lot more in the future. Uh, there's no reason we can't come back and cover games that we weren't able to get to in this week, but I, I kind of wanted to do uh, just an overview of the PlayStation 2 and kind of my memories of it while we're talking. And because, the, it, like I said on uh, Monday, this sucker's 20 years old. There's a lot of people that there's a lot of pe- people that could vote conceivably don't remember the PlayStation 2. I mean, that's the, that's the truth of the matter. So, uh, but what's even more incredible is those, there's a lot of those same age group that do remember it because that's how iconic this sucker is. So, guys, um, today we're going to. Uh, yesterday we talked about San Andreas, a game I don't personally care for that much, but can't deny the legacy of, and it was the best selling game ever on the PlayStation 2. I want to talk about another game today. And uh, forgive me, I'm looking up a sale. See, this is what's kind of weird about being on uh, YouTube is traditional uh, podcasts, they do this all the time, look up information. They do this all the time, they look up information on the fly, but when you're on camera, it feels weird doing it. So for those of you listening at home, listening to the podcast, I guess this is normal, man. Uh, I guess. Uh, but for those of you who are watching on uh, YouTube, I suppose that this is actually really... Uh, really annoying and i just realized that now i'm kind of being weird about it in general so it's just weird all around but we're going to be talking about grant uh grand theft auto oh my goodness uh metal gear solid 2 sons of liberty uh absolutely it was the seventh best selling game for the playstation 2 and uh, interestingly enough it sold 7 million copies worldwide 2.31 million in the u.s 1,336,843 in Japan and uh, 300,000 in the United Kingdom. This game is absolutely iconic. Uh, it, it came out on uh, it came out on November 12th, 2001 here in North America. Uh, which is uh, honest, it, honestly that's kind of weird because uh, it came out here about a week and a half before it came out in Japan. We got it first. That's what's kind of weird about that. Um, but guys, this is, it, it's the seventh best selling PlayStation two game of all time. It was undeniably huge w- for the PlayStation two. It was one of the, I, I'm talking about it cause it was one of the games that, uh, beg your pardon here, folks. Um, it was one of the games that, uh, it, it made you special to have a PlayStation two cause you got to play this game. And that was sort of the big deal about the PlayStation two was the PlayStation two had these highly anticipated, state-of-the-art, amazing games. And the PlayStation 2 had a year lead on um, its friends in the sixth generation. Uh, It lagged behind the Sega Dreamcast by a year, but the Sega Dreamcast was doomed to fail from the get-go. It was too too far ahead of its time. We will have a Dreamcast week. I promise you that, because I love the Sega Dreamcast. But uh, the PlayStation 2 is just so undeniably the best one. But uh, Metal Gear Solid 2... 
So Metal Gear Solid 1 for the PlayStation 1, and Metal Gear Solid 2 is another good example because it parallels its system, the system it's on, in the fact that it is building on a foundation of the previous generation and absolutely taking it to the next level. Um, so the same way that the PlayStation 2 carried on the PlayStation 1's legacy of being just synonymous with state-of-the-art, synonymous with high-tech, uh, the, the PlayStation uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, it sort of took this because the Metal Gear Solid the first one blew people away. It blew me away as a young man. The fact that there was so much story in this game, the fact that the voice acting was so good, the fact that the story was so good, the characters were so good, uh, the, and the idea that the more people you killed, the worse you were doing. That is incredible in a video game because in every other video game ever, your goal is to kill as many people as possible. All of them. All these other games, whether they're RPGs, beat-em-ups, some sports games. Kill, 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 kill. And in Metal Gear Solid, uh, a trail of bodies is the worst thing a spy can leave, right? So, especially a wet work spy, a guy that's not supposed to be there in the first place. So Metal Gear Solid 2 comes out and uh, met with a lot of controversy at first because you play the first episode of the tanker as Solid Snake, the character everyone fell in love with in the first game. We love Solid Snake. We can't wait to see more of Solid Snake. And David Hayter was kind of a big deal back then. He was the voice of Solid Snake. He wrote, or co-wrote, I can't remember, the first X-Men movie, which was a box office phenomenon. So we all love Snake. Snake, 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 Snake. Then we get to the second episode, the uh, the refinery. And uh, we're playing as Raiden. Raiden is young. He's blonde. He's got a cocky voice. And uh, worst of all, he's not Solid Snake. He's not. So we all remember the scene where the elevator comes up. He takes off his mask because he snake sounds weird anyway. We're like, is this snake? Because they're calling him Snake. And we see Raiden, and uh, we are taken on a roller coaster ride of a story, notable for breaking the fourth wall at several points, notable for uh, its subversive, uh, almost silliness at points. Uh, it, it, it's absolute ridiculous parallels to the first game, um, and and Kojima just went absolute ham with the story. And it took us years before we realized that all of that was done on purpose. All of that was done on purpose, and it was brilliantly done. It took us 10 years. It took us a decade to appreciate this about this game. And um, I've said before on my own personal social media, I've said it on Donnarum social media, I truly believe that someday we will... Uh, we will love The Last Jedi, the Star Wars movie that came out in 2017. We will love it for all the reasons we hated it at launch, just like we did with Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty. Um, so Sons of Liberty has... Also, Kojima did a great thing where the main villain of the game is not the bad guy. But there's so much going on, and I don't want to ruin anything for you. I want you to play it, but there's so much going on that your main character has no choice but to defeat him, and you understand why he has to defeat him. And Kojima did this again brilliantly in Metal Gear Solid 3. And it's sort of, basically, Metal Gear Solid 2 and Metal Gear Solid 3 are stories about Raiden and Snake, uh, Big Boss, being broken and, and coming to realizations that the things they fight for and believe for maybe aren't true, maybe aren't great. And Metal Gear Solid actually changed the way I view politics and the way I view the world because it, it really attacks... It's almost Zizekian in the, uh, you know, uh, these gentlemen were eating from the trash can. They were eating from the trash can of ideology and they came above the ideology and they're seeing the truth in the world. And it's about your illusions falling down. It's about pol people in political power 
painting a world that doesn't exist to get you to do what you want them to do. And it's, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible storytelling. Kojima is the greatest film director that has never directed a film, period. And Kojima's obsession with film becomes much more apparent in Metal Gear Solid 2. And um, uh, there, there's a fella... Uh, uh, there's a fellow we're good friends with on our Discord. We follow him on Instagram. We uh, we 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 we're all big fans of his uh, podcast, The Main Quest. Uh, man, uh, the other day on his Instagram, he was he did an, he did a wonderful wonderful episode about music and video games. And music is so important to a video game. But music is so important to a video game. But he said that his music a fantastic art form on this Instagram post. Everyone's like, yeah. Is or is film is cinematography and basically it all comes to video games take every form of art and mesh it together to become the ultimate form of art and I've said that for years. In fact, I believe that all forms of art were created by God or the gods or the spirits or whatever you believe in. All other forms of art were created just to make video games greater. Video games are the ultimate art form. Period. And I was so happy that he said that because that's something I've said for years and people scoff at it. But no. Video games, if you're like, do you find yourself listening to video game OSTs a lot? I do. Do you find yourself taken away? The reason we have share options on our consoles nowadays is because the cinematography in some of these scenes is incredible. The best artists, the best minds are working on video games. Film is a thing of the past. It's done. Music is still great, but we want to know what its contributions to video games can be. And Kojima was the first man to really, the first person, sorry, the first person to come into this and really take this by the neck and, and and sort of make video games this great, amazing thing. And, oh, Adam has been begging me to do a week on video game directors. But yeah, we may just get a week on Hideo Kojima. Just an absolute incredible... When, when Guillermo del Toro is handing your card to actors saying you need to work with this man, handed to film actors, to SAG members, uh, Screen Actors Guild members saying you need to work with this man, that's incredible, guys. Kojima is a is a genius. Um, and Metal Gear Solid 2, even though we didn't fully appreciate it at the time, solidified that. But we did appreciate it at the time at the same time, because Metal Gear Solid 2 took everything we loved about the first one gameplay-wise and made it better. Raiden can jump over rails and hold onto rails to hide from guards. You go into first person view for better aim, because the aim in the first game was terrible. The gameplay was so much improved that for the Nintendo GameCube. For those of you listening to the podcast, I just tapped on it. For the Nintendo GameCube, uh, Kojima actually remade the first game with gameplay elements and cinematography elements from the second game. Metal Gear Solid, uh, Metal Gear Solid: The Twin Snakes for the GameCube, excellent game. It's the best way to play Metal Gear Solid One, in my opinion, because all everything works the same way except that it adds gameplay elements from Metal Gear Solid Two. Um. Metal Gear Solid 2, uh, what I love about it is it, it continues tr- tradition of Metal Gear Solid 1 that every time you defeat a boss, there's a moment where they explain why they were doing it. And uh, we really see the futility of war here because it's it's there are no villains really in Metal Gear Solid. There's people with different perspectives and their perspective is often just as valid as the protagonist. If not more, the final boss of Metal Gear Solid 2, the final boss of Metal Gear Solid 3. Um, Metal Gear Solid 3 is the only game to this day to this day, uh, uh, I did this the first time I played it, and I'll do it every time it gets me, and I tell myself I'm not going to do this, but I will pause the game before the end of the boss fight because I can't kill her. I can't. She doesn't deserve to die. She doesn't. 
the final boss in a video game's job is to make it to where the final boss is you can't wait to end them. And in Metal Gear Solid 3, you are so expertly, emotionally, not manipulated. It, it's You're just built up emotionally to not be able to do it. And it's incredible. And uh, the fact that these games are so deep and yet they have a certain universal appeal. Because I know dumb rednecks that love Metal Gear Solid. I do. But the fact that they still have so much universal appeal is incredible. And Metal Gear Solid 2 was so hotly anticipated. It's such a huge part of the PlayStation 2's legacy. It's... It's, it, I mean, guys, it is, in a word, incredible. It blows me away every time I play it. The game is just... It, I, in fact, I might start a new game tonight. Uh, this is available on the Metal Gear Solid HD collection. You can play this game nowadays on modern consoles. It's a, it, Guys, it's an experience. I don't know what else to say. It's an experience. So, guys, please go out and play Metal Gear Solid 2. It was one of the things that made the PlayStation 2 what it was. It, it's one of the things that made it so special. I love it. Guys, please, please, please check out uh, liking, sharing, check out liking. Listen to me. Guys, please like and share and subscribe. Um, I know that you have friends that will love this. If you guys are loving it, I know you have friends that will love this. It doesn't cost anything to subscribe to us. All it does is make it us where we can bring you better content. That's all that does. Um, We have a Patreon going on. If you guys are interested in that, no pressure, but we have a lot of cool Patreon-inclusive content coming up. Our Discord is awesome, guys. We're having a blast on our Discord. We're legit making friends with people. It's kind of incredible. Um, We have, uh, of course, our book is still for sale. Our awesome new T-shirt, which kind of looks like something. I don't know. Uh, I'll let you guys be the judge of that. We have an awesome new T-shirt. You guys, everything's coming up Donorom lately. We're so happy to continue giving you these guys these this great content. And uh, please, guys, tune in tomorrow for another uh, heartfelt ode to the PlayStation 2.